0: Hey everybody, just wanted to take a few minutes today to talk to you about something I've been thinking about a lot. And it's basically the idea that, you know, numbers don't lie. As much as people can get emotional about things and there's always some reason to jump on some emotional bandwagon, you always kind of have to look for those numbers because that's where you're really going to get the truth. You know, if I want to be a – if I go to somebody and say, hey, I'm an awesome hitter. I'm a baseball player. Hey, I'm just an awesome hitter. I'm amazing. They're going to ask me, you know, what's your batting average? And at that point, like that's the truth. Your batting average is the truth of how awesome a hitter you are. If I if I talk to somebody and say, hey, you know, I'm a great salesman. Let's say I'm trying to interview for another job as a salesman. They're going to say, well, you know, on the sales team you were on, where did you rank? You know, what were your numbers? How what were the how much money, how much revenue did you generate? Like, that's how good a salesman you are. It's not about you talking big or whatever. some of the sort of political issues we've seen is obviously covid um there's a lot of numbers out there but at the end of the day like if you're healthy and you're not really old like you don't really have anything to fear by this virus and um you know not downplaying like mike and i've always talked about it, it can be deadly it's not like it's not deadly it's just a fact of how deadly is it what is the mortality rate what is that mortality rate people that um you know don't have comorbidities and not in bad shape um, you know there were numbers around uh mass take the spanish flu of 1918 uh, which was an h1n1 virus there was a lot of death that happened due to pneumonia bronchitis all these other issues from people that were wearing masks and there was actually studies that were done so um you know when you think about climate change these ocean levels that they try to link to the climate, <laughs> there's a lot of numbers floating around about that. So, but I think what the actual numbers show, if you're not you know, beholden to some of the gaslighting that's happening is that <laughs> the climate's just fine. The ocean levels are just fine. And that resort that your parents have been going to for 30 years, like my father-in-law, he goes to South Padre every year, he's been doing it for probably 35 years. Those ocean levels, 35 years ago, those tides that came in and out, guess what? They're the same as they are going to be this year. And the whole the whole concept that people really need to grasp is the idea of gaslighting. I think this generation needs to understand that gaslighting is um, its basically manipulation that causes people to question their reality. They question what they're actually seeing because of manipulation. And it's always kind of these fear tactics. Um, another example, police brutality. There are actual numbers around that conversation. So yes, there's emotional things that happen. There's George Floyd, there's Breonna Taylor. But at the end of the day, those are numbers. That may sound cold, but the, the actual numbers of minorities, white people, police brutality, it's not to say there's no racism, but what the number shows there just isn't that systemic racism the race hustlers, the media wants you to believe. Um, maybe you're in a corporation and they're, um, you know, thinking about racism in terms of the hiring and the firing, the promotions. You know, there should actually be numbers. You can feel a certain way, maybe even as a white person or a minority. You may feel that, you know, whatever. But the reality is, if you don't have numbers that show promotions, the numbers of minorities hired. Being fired, what those performance reports look like. If you don't have those numbers, then you can't really get emotional about this stuff. Um, and just you know, one of the kind of thoughts to wrap up on this is: where do you find those real numbers? Where do you where do you go? Because you, I mean, you can't really go to the media these days. <laughs> you can't go to politicians. Those are the professional gaslighters. Because the um, you know they have to do that because in order for them to solve the solve the problem they're crazy either power grabbing solution or money grabbing solution they have to actually make you believe that there's these big problems out there so where you really need to look for the numbers the true numbers are with free people free people are not beholden to corporations they're not beholden to government bosses bureaucrats they're not even always in the federal bureaucracy the you know the health organizations. They're actually independent researchers that are looking at things outside of power structure. So I would just say keep that in mind. Free people is where you're gonna find real numbers and real research and real analysis. Um, You know, the, the race hustlers that are making money off of that topic, they're gonna have their numbers. You're gonna have scientists Think about the climate change things. They're going to be making the money off of the theories. You know, some of them are beholden to those government agencies, the you know the OSHA's and the NOAA, whatever you know. The weather agencies, and then obviously the political um, politicians are going to be making money and a lot of power off of the fear of this pandemic. And of course, the pharma companies. You can't trust the. Companies like Pfizer that have these long histories of corruption, bribery, doing things that aren't healthy for people and cover-ups. Uh, they're going to have their numbers, but, you know, you always have to question that. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to get that off my chest. Um, Mike, what do you think?
1: Hey, what's up, buddy?
0: Any, any reactions to that? Yeah,
1: good, good thoughts, right? Um, I mean, first and foremost, numbers don't lie right because if you're jumping up and down saying one thing and the scoreboard says something else right you're playing a baseball game and you know someone asks hey coach what's the score and you're like oh we're up eight nothing but they're looking at the scoreboard and it says you're down nine nothing (laughs) I could tell them till I'm blue in the face that's what it is or you know you say oh I had a great game it's like oh you had a great game how many how many strikeouts did you have Right, you went yeah. zero for three, man. You were zero for three yeah. with three strikeouts. That's not a great game. Let's be honest, right? Now there's room yeah. for improvement. I mean, you don't want to sit there and you know take a dump on someone, but I mean, at the end of the day, the scoreboard is the scoreboard, yeah. right? And if and, you, you, know, you can
0: even say you have a great game, let's say in basketball, if you score thirty points, but what was your field goal percentage? Maybe you shot every time down the court, <laughs>
1: so right. you could, that was actually a bad game, even though you scored all those points. Yeah, but but also, I mean, numbers, I mean, the game of life, right? I mean, we talk about the infinite game, right? Life is the infinite game. There's no no set beginning and no set end. So how do you keep score of that, right? You can't base it on, I had the best day of my life today, you know, and here's why. I closed the biggest sale I've ever closed, so therefore my life was a success. You, you, You can't say that because that sample pool of one sale... How many sales did you not make over the previous 20 years, right? So flip side is you can't, you know, you don't want to put yourself down because you had a crappy day or you didn't get the sale because maybe you missed out on the biggest sale that you ever had an opportunity to sell today, but your, you know, your hit ratio, your win ratio is 50%, right? That 50% hit ratio is better than anybody else in the entire industry. So you, you, you got to use it to show both sides. Right, and I think you know. I mean, you hit a couple a couple good points. I mean, you know, I know we like to pick on politicians a lot, you know, on this podcast, but it's deserved, right? I mean, it's deserved because again, politicians their their job is to represent us, is to represent you and me, and be our spokesperson. Their job is not to create policy. Their job is not to create laws. Their job is not to Decide what they think is best for certain people. They're supposed yeah. to do what we tell them to do, right? I mean, it's it's like uh, you know, you look at board members of companies. What is the job of the board? It's to make the the best decisions based on the interest of the organization. Which the organization, quite frankly, the only thing that matters is the people. Yeah. Right? If you if you don't have people that are willing to stick their neck out every single day for the betterment of the company, then you don't have a company. Yeah. sorry right and, and and i think every company needs to always keep that in mind because the great ones do right yeah. you see them all over social media you see them on linkedin you see ceos that push against right they've got the balls to push against societal norms to be the one you know the 1% of C- ceos that disagrees with the other 99% right yes they get ripped apart yes they get you know made fun of and people try to like dig up all this dirt and all this stuff but Hey, if people are digging dirt on you, chances are you made it. I mean, yeah. let's let's be honest because again, it's 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 like the difference between, you know, the doers, right? And the spectators, right? The critics and the people that are in there grinding every day. They know what it means to put up the numbers because without numbers, to your exact point, you have nothing. There's no <laughs> proof. There's nothing to show, right? It's you know, the same thing as, you know, doing doing phase 3 right now. Right? one of the the biggest components of it is, you know, doing a a random good deed, right? And I think what you realize when you're doing it is you realize, man, I do a lot of good deeds for people. Like you just do. So, So how do you account for that, right? Can you really take credit and check that box and say, all right, I did a good deed and my good deed was something that I do every day ordinarily. I say no, right? So you force yourself to find, all right, let's find a good deed that I don't do on a regular basis. That truly is a good deed. It takes you out of that comfort zone and scoreboard to basically go, all right, I did this. I've never done that before. That felt pretty cool. And they seem to like it too. Or, you know, the other part is talking to a stranger, right? I mean, I talk to strangers all the time. I love talking to strangers because I love figuring out like, you know, hey, what do you think? Why do you think that way? Where do you come from? Whatever it is. But the first day, which was Sunday, right? This is day six. The first day. I talked to five strangers. I had five separate conversations. Came home. You know, I was telling my wife about it. And I'm like, you know what? Do you need anything else from the store? I'm going to run back out. And she's like, why are you going to run back out? I'm like, I didn't, I wasn't personally satisfied with the conversations that I had with those five people. Right? So, again, extremes. But, because yeah. I only have to talk to one. And it can just be... Uh, Random conversation with a random person, but I have a goal of of the kind of like response I want to get from those things and what I want those people to walk away from the conversation with. I want them to remember it, right? I don't want them yeah. to just be like, oh yeah, that guy was a wackadoo, you know, yeah. or God, leave me alone. But I think it's it's that internal scoreboard, right? It's that no one else can see the scoreboard. I'm not broadcasting it or live streaming like, all right, hey, here's what I did today. Because quite frankly, it's no one else's fucking business, right? It's yeah. it's it's for me. But if you don't know what the score is, how to keep score, what's it based on, what's it judged on, how can you sit there and say, I won the day? You can't you can't. Yeah. You cannot say that because there's nothing tangible to show that you won the day. You can feel it, and you might be right, but if you're trying to prove something to yourself, most importantly, then you're gonna to wanna to know how do I gauge that? How do I gauge success or failure and, and what is that, right? Otherwise you're flying yeah. blind.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, there's there's a workout I've been doing where I've been strapping on my weighted vest and then I'm putting some leg some weights on my ankles and yeah. just getting on the stair and then getting on the stair climber and just going. And you know, when you think of numbers, it's like if I tell myself I'm gonna put it at this number, whatever the pace number, and I'm gonna go for this amount of time if you don't do it like you feel like crap so let's say you know I'm gonna go at level 10 for three minutes and it's just gonna you know my heart rate's gonna be through the roof everything's gonna feel like it's on fire but when you get to like 258 259 do you hit the stop button then or do you go wait <laughs> go to yeah. three minutes and that's that same internal like hey numbers aren't gonna lie did you do the pace and the time that you said you were gonna do or didn't you and that you know you don't do it you feel like crap
1: right yeah but and, and at the end of the day I mean I mean you're 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 really cheating yourself right yeah. because because honestly the only thing that matters is is yourself and until you're right and and good with who you are you have no business to, to tell somebody else hey you know why don't you try this or why don't you try that right and I'm not saying you know pick them apart but don't you dare try to give advice, you know, on marriage if your marriage is in fucking shambles, right? Don't you yeah. dare try to tell somebody how to be a good father if your kids have zero respect for you. Like that's that's not gonna yeah. go well, right? Because don't tell
0: people how to get in shape when you're
1: four hundred pounds. Th- th- that's exactly it, right? Because it's it's yeah. it's like the Sunday morning quarterbacks, right? I mean, anybody can sit there and you know, on a Monday, talk about all the games. And say, oh man, they. Their line sucks this man this guy is he's not athletic blah 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 it's like all right dude uh, he's playing at a level that you've never played hey by the way, have you ever played football? matter of fact, have you ever played any sport in your life? oh you haven't yeah. then shut up like don't even don't even talk or you know you talk about you know police Have you ever ever spent one minute in the shoes of a police officer? Have you spent yeah. one minute in the shoes of a soldier? No? Hmm. Then shut up. Right? Have yeah. you ever spent one minute in the shoes of a homeless person? Or a CEO? Or have you ever sat down in a Lamborghini and felt how damn good it feels? Exactly. No? Then then maybe you need to do that and then you'll understand why, you know, so many people with a ton of money buy Lambos. There's a reason for it. Right? Yeah. So it's, you know, it's again it's it's that throwing stones things, it's the judging thing. But you, yeah. you, you can't get to a target if you don't know what the target is. I mean, you know, even in the, in the sales world, you know, that's that's what we do a lot of, right? It's too many times, most salespeople, and the reason they get the reputation of, oh, that guy's such a salesman, right? It's a negative connotation, but most reasons that they get that is because they walk into a customer and they, they already know what the person needs. So if I'm trying to sell you something, I already know what you need. You know, let me let me do it for you. Let me be the guy. Instead of what they need to do, and it's what we preach, it's, you know, walk in and, and just straight up say, you know, Nate, what, what are your gaps? Like, what are your headaches? What stresses you yeah. out? What are your frustrations, right? And then shut up and use your two ears and listen to what they're saying. You know, take notes, whatever it is, but then find out, hey, how are you measured, right? How do you define success? Oh, you're bonus What are you bonus on? Like what, Yeah. how can I basically help you get to whatever goal you're trying to accomplish to make you look good, make you feel good, make more money, whatever it is, because then, and only then when you know that, then you can go to a next question and just basically say, okay, given all the information that you just gave me. If, if you decide to work with me, if if I'm going to be able to help you, how how are you going to judge me? What's the evaluation criteria? How can I sit there, you know, on a Friday after, you know, week one and, and go, all right, guys. We just we just kicked ass. Like hell yeah, like because yeah. I want to be able to say that and I want to celebrate it with you. But I also want to be able to on Friday come to you and be like, man, I'll... you know what? You said we had to accomplish these three things. We we only hit one out of three. I'm I'm sorry, man. But hey, we're gonna work over the weekend. We're gonna we're gonna get it fixed. We're gonna get taken care of, right? But if you don't know where you stand, you're just flying blind, man. You're just throwing yep. darts, right? I mean, and I think it's. You know, the, the the other piece of that, you know, kind of sales size school that is always left out is even if you get the first two things, which nobody asks in the first place, because nobody wants to know, but it's it's what are the warts? What am I walking into here, man? Like you obviously, you know, you there's a there's a gap somewhere, you just told me a little bit about expectations, but now tell me the dirt. Tell me why I should run the other way. Like almost scare me out of taking this job. Right? And nobody says that, right? Nobody says, oh man, my my CEO is a lunatic. My team is, you know, disheveled mess. They're incompetent. Or the customer, (laughs) the customer's a micromanager. Or the customer's been, quote unquote, always doing it this way. Right? Like, like, those are the things that you got to know so you can have honest dialogue. And you may say, hey, look, here's the deal. I I think I can help you and here's how, you know, dot, dot, dot. But, Here's the thing I'm concerned about. You said that this, this guy or this gal has been doing it a certain way for 25 years. Man, I need to know that if I throw this idea out there, that you got my back. Like, I need to know that you're not going to cave the second somebody pushes back, right? I mean, like you see out there all the time right now where, I mean, dude, we, we talk about it constantly. Doing the right thing is always the right thing, Always. There's never yeah. a time where doing the right thing is not the right thing. Yeah. Right, And and it's amazing how many, you know, quote-unquote leaders or strong individuals on this, on that, on the baller just buckle the second there's conflict or confrontation, right? Yeah. Confrontation doesn't have to be a bad thing, right? Iron sharpens iron. Like, you, you want people surrounding you that are going to poke holes or tell you you're crazy or... At least flip it upside down to look at it. You know, what are the consequences if we go this route? Or what are the unintended consequences? Right? Because half the time you go, oh, shit, I never, I never thought about that. That'll create a bigger problem than we're in right now. Yeah. Right? But it's that honest dialogue. That's It's being yeah. honest with yourself and then being honest with other people and hoping that they're doing the same. Right?
0: Yeah. A couple thoughts on that. Um, just the consulting group profession in general I think has moved away from or is starting to move away from like hourly like hey here's my rates whether I solve the problem or not you're like you're going to pay me I think now these corporations if you go in and you are having that sort of conversation you discussed it's like well hey once this problem is fixed and once we actually see the numbers once we see here's where we were here's where we are now then your company will get a cut of the profits
1: mm.
0: you know um the second thing when you were talking I feel like that same conversation with that guy who's talking about my boss is a micromanager, my team's in disarray, it's also um, where where do they fall in terms of taking ownership of that? Right? Yeah. It's like if you sit down, it's like I've heard a lot of excuses, right? So don't don't just tell me like the, the truth as you see it, but let's also get to you and you know, what are you gonna take ownership of? Because if everything on your team is in disarray, well, who hired those people? Yeah, who's been trying to keep them to the schedule? <laughs> like, where's where's the leadership gone? That's created this mess. Yeah, but most but, people don't want to have that conversation.
1: But that's exactly it, right, and and I yeah. mean you see that, and I've I've had plenty of discussions with customers, you know, generally around you know, recruiting, delivery, sales cycle, whatever it is, and I would say nine times out of ten, you know, it's. The, the response you get is, well, have you talked to these people or have you, you know, helped these people understand they, they need to be a voice of you, right? So if, if I'm telling you, hey, this is my passion, this is my product, this is what I am, and I haven't taught the people that are responsible for selling that, like verbatim with the passion, enthusiasm, not just reading off a damn script, that you're exactly right. It's it's my fault. It's not their yeah. fault. But usually they say, oh, well, yeah, that I don't manage those people. Okay, then who does? Oh, uh, you know, this this director. Okay, how often do you meet with that director? Ah, once a quarter. Once a quarter. So you're complaining about sales being down and having a bunch of incompetent people under you, but yet you're saying that you spend zero time with these people, right? It's that whole, again, yeah. think think back to that, that apprenticeship mentality, right? How have human beings throughout all of history, how have they learned to do anything, right? You learn by watching, right? It's watch me do this. Hey, why don't you do it with me now, right? You got, you got that? You understand? Okay, do it with me, right? Hold this wrench, hold this. You do it with your kids. Hold the screwdriver. Hey, shine the flashlight here. All right, take the hammer, hammer it in there with me. Then it's all right. You're getting the hang of this thing. Hey, now you do it. I'll do it with you, right? I'm, I'm gonna be right next to you. Don't worry. I'm not gonna let you fall, right? Riding a bike. Not gonna let you hurt yourself. And then once they master that, it's all right. Hey, dude, you do it on your own. I'm gonna watch it. Let's make sure, but yeah. you don't move to the next level until you can demonstrate proficiency at the, the current one. And the yeah. problem is, that doesn't exist anymore. Now it's, oh yeah, put them through training. And I mean, I just went through this HR training. Dude, I wanted to put a, a knife in both my ears and my eyeballs. It was three hours of hell. It was hell. Because, and this has already you know kind of spun off another conversation that I've had it it was seven separate trainings one was like 55 minutes one was 45 minutes you know a couple 25 minutes and it's all video so it's all online and you had to click the arrows to get to the next page or next section oh my god but the kicker was you couldn't skip ahead and I'll be honest I'm one that likes to skip ahead right like all right let's get let's get to the meat let's get to the meat because it's all all the tests it's all common sense Right. Yeah. Now some of it is is pretty far fetched, right? Like there's a there's a new gender, apparently. It's called herself, H-I-R-S-E-L-F. I've never heard it. I haven't heard it anywhere other than this training, but it's there. Someone came what up is, with
0: what it. What is it? I guess
1: it's That's a combination of herself and himself. <laughs> Higher self or him. I don't even know how to pronounce it. But but it's one of those things where you, you get through it, ACE all the tests, no problem. But my suggestion in the future is, hey, how about we have two ways to get the HR certification, whatever it is. One is, for those of us who have, you know, self-respect, respect respect for others, common sense, a brain, like human decency, if you think that you are a good person, just go ahead and take the test. Take the test. You pass it, all right, you're good. Hey, guess what? You failed the test. Now you have to go through this training. Yeah. Right? Because it's, I mean, honestly, like, I would have saved literally three plus hours of my time, and now my team's yeah. doing it, and they all want to like you know skewer me because they're like, "Are you kidding me? Like this is this is ridiculous." So producers have to sit there and do like a stupid thing, and we're all we're all type A ADD out the ass, and everybody's. I probably clicked that button six thousand times, and it never went right. So, but you gotta. I, I think. Yeah. But but we talk about this 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 woke culture what the fuck is woke what the fuck is woke? i'm awake you're awake we're awake so woke has got to be an all-inclusive thing it can't just be one-sided it can't just be fear and and driving a wedge right i mean you know we talk about the uh you know the 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 basic dna of human beings right again numbers we share you and i 99.9 percent of our dna is exactly the same but yet, we're going to sit there and allow politicians or cultural warriors, whatever the hell they call themselves, woke woke police, we're going to okay. allow these small, small little pockets of people to divide us over 0.1%. Yeah. I mean, dude, how many cells are in the human body? Yeah. Come on. It, it's just, it's ridiculous, but it's up to us, right? It's up to, to people to... Say, all right, listen, I don't give two shits who you worship, who you sleep with, who you're friends with, what you are. You want to be a freaking hippopotamus, you're a hippopotamus. That's fine, right? Who cares? Go play, make believe. That's fine. 20 years ago, you'd be labeled as, you know, schizophrenic or a psychopath, but now it's accepted. Well, then great. That's fine. These are all social issues that, quite frankly, don't fucking matter. They don't matter. Nobody cares, right? Right? Nobody cares. The hippos don't care, the zebras don't care. They don't care, right? But it's just it's this we always focus on the least common denominator and that's what gets exposed, right? You talk about, you know, George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, same thing. Let's focus on, you know, instead of looking at all the re- responses that police have to deal with on a daily basis across the country or across the world. Let's focus on the handful of incidences. Let that's where we're gonna focus. And let's send all the cameras, all the you know, the bloggers, all this crap, just to, to amplify it and make it look like don't walk out of your house today. You're going to get shot. Or yeah. don't let your kids play in the backyard, they're gonna get kidnapped because I just saw a kid kidnapped in you know Spain or Italy or something. Like it's like, can we just take yeah. a deep breath? Let's look at the facts, right? Go to the CDC's website. And I just did this the other day. Go to CDC's website and look at the total number of deaths for 2020, right? There There's so many different causes of death that are on there, and it's their numbers. But some of the numbers I think will surprise a lot of people, right? Because you'll sit there like, huh, so the number of flu deaths are exactly the same this year as last year? I thought the number of flu cases were non-existent this year, right? So it's almost like they just, it's like a game show. Like, they spin a wheel and then throw a dart. Oh, yep, yeah, all right. Cause of death is COVID, right? But the thing is, on that wheel, and you got 20 numbers on the dartboard, 19 of them are listed as COVID, 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 COVID. And then there's other. So they spin that wheel. Of course, if you throw a dart, you're going to fucking hit COVID 19 yeah. out of 20 times. It's just, yeah. it's it's crazy, man.
0: Here's a, Here's a number for you. Joe Rogan podcast number... 1671 1671 It's about the topic of Ivermectin. Have you heard, have you heard that I've one? I've
1: heard I've heard the name.
0: It's pretty pretty recent, but it everyone who listens to this should li- go listen to that. It's not political. It's two doctors that have been studying Ivermectin, a drug that basically is like a COVID killer and how everything around this topic has been taken off of YouTube. Has been taken off of the social media. Everybody, and it's just—it's so ridiculous because it's—it's it's a drug that's very safe and very um, cost. It's not very um, expensive, and it basically kills COVID. It is in a preventative sense, in the sense that like if you take this, you're probably not going to get it, or people that have it, it clears it up and it's been used in like african country you know it's been used in south america and basically wherever it's implemented it like you don't have issues with covid
1: huh
0: it's it's mind blowing but it just goes to show how this was not about public safety this is about money and now fauci's spending like 3 billion dollars to create new therapeutics and new drugs for covid and these doctors are like he's trying to create another ivermectin but it's all about the companies that are going to making the money off of this thing it's not going to be as good as ivermectin so it's 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 insane it's truly insane we're going to look back 20 years at this time and i think it's going to be one of the biggest just not conspiracies because it's true but just ridiculousness it's just insane and it's it's just there should be people in prison
1: yeah well, that's, you know. but, but again, that's, that's the, the haves and the have nots, right? I mean, it's, it's, you know, there are so many narratives that are out there and the only thing that you can truly right numbers, right? Plays into it. But the only thing that you can truly believe is what you personally witness, right? Yeah. So it's like, and, and until, until everyone in the world gives like honest, accurate pictures, Right? Like, you know, you, let's say you walk outside or you look out your window and you see somebody running down the street and two people chasing after him. Caption it. What's the story? Right? Like, one person could be like, oh my God, like that kid tried to rob, you know, the other two kids. Or those two kids are trying to rob that guy. Or, right? Like, it's there's so many stories. Or could it be that it's just three buddies playing tag? Right? Two yeah. guys are it. one guys One guy's not. Right? Like, it's just there's there's until you can get to everybody just being honest, right? And and stop worrying about being the first person to break a story versus hey, let's 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 do our due diligence, right? Let's like yeah. the news is supposed to do, right? I mean, at one point they did do where you sit there and you gather all the facts and then it's all right, hey, here's what I found, right? Arguing both sides, not sure where it stands, but you know, people have to be taught how to think and learn again, right? Adults need to, kids need to, like they they have to be taught critical thinking and critical reasoning and logic behind it, not what to think or, or, you know, Hey, this is what you're going to think. Otherwise you're going to be labeled this or labeled that.
0: Yeah. And that's why I mentioned like the idea of gaslighting. I think that is one of the things that, Our society needs to truly understand, like at a deep level, what that means of here's what I see, and here's my life, and here's my reality, versus what do people want me to believe, Right. especially politicians, the media, people that want my money and want to have power over me, what do they want me to believe versus what do I see? So like when you were a kid, growing up in Jersey, you probably went to the Jersey Shore, right? Yep.
1: I I lived at the Jersey Shore, so Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, the, there's probably a boardwalk there, and you yep. saw, like, the ocean levels, right? So if you, if you were to drive back today and go back to those same boardwalks and those same hotels, where do you think the ocean levels are?
1: Exactly the same.
0: Same place, right? Yep.
1: Exactly the same, yep.
0: But since the 1950s and, you know, 60s, 70s, all the way through, there have been these politicians primarily using the science to say that Jersey is going to be underwater if we don't XYZ, carbon emissions, blah, blah, blah. But it's all just a fear-based gaslighting because nobody's actually seeing it. The same resorts that were built in Hawaii 50 years ago are still there. The tide hasn't taken them out to sea.
1: You know, <laughs> so, it's, it's it's also like um, if you look at the, the, the apartment building or the condo that collapsed in Miami. I mean, tra- tragic, right? It looks like a third-world country. But yeah. the was it the mayor? I think it was the mayor that, that came out and said, yeah, we're still... We're still not 100% sure whether global warming had anything to do with this. It's like, all right, you know what, lady? People are are missing. People are dead. This has nothing to do with global warming. It has to do with the same shit that pops up all the time. People are cutting corners. People are not doing what they are supposed to do, right? They're not checking the foundation. They're not doing proper inspections. And this is what happens, right? That's why bridges collapse. Bridges collapse because you're not either looking at it or you're reporting it saying, hey, we need to do something, and, and you ignore it. Like, oh, no, no, we're fine. Oh, we're fine. We're fine. Now, granted, I haven't heard a lot of stories of bridges collapsing, right? Although every yeah. time you drive across a bridge, you think, God, what if this bridge collapses? Oh, my God, what if? Like, what if? Well, the chances yeah. are it's not going to collapse, right? I mean, let's be honest. But it happens. I mean, we, yeah. there was one in uh, something in D.C. A building in D.C. just collapsed yesterday, too. Yeah.
0: And, and but here's the thing let's let's end on this but basically it's the idea that because the science is settled right how many times do you hear that the science is settled around all these issues COVID global warming whatever it is they want you to believe the science is settled whenever you hear that what you need to think is actually that doesn't even make sense that statement right. in itself doesn't make sense because science is science there's you know and especially if theory is never settled right. like we know gravity we know Sir Isaac Newton's theories they're, they're pretty much settled if you jump off a building, you're not going to fly. Right. But, you know, these other theories, science is never settled. And people that say that aren't good scientists.
1: But, but.
0: So you need to always, you always need to question anyone saying that. Yeah. Because that's, you know, how many times you hear Joe Biden in, in the, uh, you know, the elections talking about everybody else is an idiot because the science is so.
1: What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, it's, it's, but it's also a, you know, like to your, to your point about, you know, you obviously know that if you jump off a building, you're not going to fly. But here's, here's the, the conundrum that we're creating is we are telling that, telling people they can identify and be whoever they want. Well, let's say I'm a a superhero and I'm told, yeah, Yeah. you are a superhero my whole life. And then all of a sudden I jump off a building and I fucking die. Whose fault is it? Is it my fault or is it your fault? Can I sue you because you told me I was a superhero? Like, it's just, again, it's, it's all this stuff that, you know, science, numbers, whatever it is. Science is
0: settled that there's two genders. Like, we do know that.
1: Until, you can say whatever
0: you want, but that science is settled.
1: Right. <laughs> there's but, two but, but that's the problem is is when, when, again, people looking for control or looking to cause chaos, they quote science, but they use it to prove their point, and then they kind of piss on it when it goes against them, right? I mean, I'm waiting for a kindergarten cop to get canceled... Right? Because remember that infamous scene with the little kid like, you know, Arnold's like, who is your daddy and what does he do? Right? And he's like talking about, you know, all the things and one kid's like, boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. I mean, it was solved right there. like, right? And that was, yeah. you know, that movie came out 25 years ago. So, are they going to cancel Arnold? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate the time and uh, good catching up as always. Yeah. And again, you know, please share... Share the podcast. I think I looked. Uh, you know, it's it seems to be spreading out a little bit. So we're having some fun with it, getting some movement. And, you know, just uh, share it if you like it. Let people know about sure. it. Sure. All right. Bye, brother. You later. Thank man. Yeah, bye.